This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. We also very much struggle when it comes to our closets. I know I even do. Where I have all this stuff, what do I want to keep? What do I want to get rid of? But for me, I know how to put it together. But a lot of women don't even know how to put it together. They tend to buy in single pieces. And then you get home and your closet doesn't feel like a collection. It should feel like a capsule collection. That's fashion stylist and blogger Jordan DeChambre. And does that sound like your closet? Today's podcast can help. Jordan's hosting personal styling workshops. Keep listening to find out more details. You're listening to the 50 Shades of K podcast with host Elizabeth K, a podcast designed to empower, enlighten, and entertain with perspectives that most women are thinking, but not always saying. This is 50 Shades of K. Spring fashion, maybe you need a personalized styling workshop. How does that sound? And we're talking about the changes that are happening locally when it comes to Boston store that's closing. Is this the end of these big retail stores? All of that is going on in today's podcast with my friend Jordan DeChambre, who is a personal stylist, fashion blogger. Let's get right into it, Jordan. What do you think about what's happening with Boston store closing? It is just heartbreaking for me. I mean, Boston store was my childhood nostalgia of shopping. And then I felt like I was so lucky to be able to then go and head and work with them throughout the years, both working for the company and then later working as a consultant. And to kind of see this happen, it's just heartbreaking. And it but it's very indicative of the retail landscape right now. People are struggling. Yeah, and there's a lot of changes that are happening because, yeah. I mean, we're talking, you know, retail specifically, what you think Boston store, you think clothes, but yes. the furniture stores yeah. are also closing that are tied to Toys Boston store. Yes. You know, I mean, like all these Gander Toys Mountain. Us, Sears, Gander Mountain, Sports you know, Authority, JC Penney's on the verge. You know, I, I actually can't believe that JC Penney outlasted Bonton. That to me is just like insanity. What do you think <laughs> is happening here that this is? is what we're seeing in our neighborhoods. It's surreal to grow up here and see a sign on Boston Store by Brookfield Square that says store closing. It's crazy. It is. And the thing that's really crazy about it is it isn't just the big box retailers. I was profiled in Visit Milwaukee's annual visitor's guide this year, and I wrote the content for it about where to shop in Milwaukee about six months ago. Of the stores I mentioned, three have now closed. What? Spruce, uh, Lucy Boutique. I also kind of mentioned Boston Store. But having all of them close, it's so easy to go online to places like Amazon and have it be just like this quick, fast fashion that arrives in your mailbox the next day. But you forget that there's companies who are going to be dying because of it. And we're seeing it happen in a very real way with Boston Store. Well, and I also feel like it part of the online buying is because it's so easy with mm-hmm. three swipes of my thumb right. on my phone, I can have something purchased and it can yes. be at my house later that day. 
Absolutely. It's that easy. That's sort of why people are doing the online shopping. They really are. I mean, and I'm as guilty of it as anyone. I mean, I sit on Instagram so often. As a stylist, you're always trying to find inspiration. Instagram's a big one for me. I see something I love on a blogger, and maybe they use the Like to Know It app. I tap through, oh, I love that blouse, bought, done, on my phone. So you're kind of missing that whole store experience. So what happens to a place like Boston Store, and I I have some really interesting insight on this because I conducted focus groups for them for almost two years, trying to make sure they were meeting customers' needs all across the country. Interesting. Yeah, I want to hear more. So what we were finding was people are, are tending towards online shopping. However, they still want an elevated special store experience. But if you're spending all of your money when you're shopping online, that's where a business is going to allocate its funds to really make that part of your experience special and easy and convenient. So what happens is fewer and fewer people are employed within the actual brick and mortar stores. Then you come in, you can't get a fitting room, you can't find someone to check you out, there's nobody there to grab you another size, all because most of the funds are being allocated toward the technology side instead of the brick and mortar side. So I would be in Boston store, you know, uh, hosting a fashion event or doing some personal shopping and people would just be wandering around looking for a place to cash out and all of a sudden they just drop all their stuff and they're like, I can't do it anymore. You're like right. Right. I mean, how often did You're you see right. that? But at the same time, you can't blame the retailer because they there's only so many funds to go around. But then I think, too, I do enjoy Nordstrom and yeah. I and I love the experience there and I yeah. love that you can get clothes tailored for you and stuff right. like that. Why is Nordstrom still appearing, I don't really know, to be doing okay, even though there's somewhat like a Boston store, sort of? Right, right. Yeah, no, absolutely. I think that one of the big things that's important for Nordstrom is they were on the technology fast track immediately. I mean, have you ever shopped with them online? Yes. It's about the easiest experience in the world. They had their technology down immediately as soon as kind of this online revolution happened. So you order something from Nordstrom, you have it within two days, it's free shipping and returns, easy peasy, right? Mm -hmm. And you go into the store, it's a great experience. People are more like stylists rather than there to just kind of check you out. But at the same time, when you look at someone like a Boston store, they were a little bit behind the eight ball when it came to that technology side. So shipments were sometimes delayed. Things didn't happen quite as quickly as they do with Amazon and Nordstrom. So they definitely saw a kickback. there. And nowadays you can't afford to have that delay because there are so many options of where people can go to get that item. Exactly. Do you feel like small boutique stores are still going to be okay? Because I do enjoy that experience. I like walking into those cute little stores. I I feel like the people there are are really helpful and they're just so charming and cute and you can go in and pick something out and because the Boutique, there's not 50 different sizes, right, so you right. can buy a dress and show up to an event and not worry not that someone else is. Have it. Exactly. Yeah, I, I feel like those are still. I I do think that they will do okay as long as they are in a prime location. So either in a place like the corners of Brookfield, oh, which I love the corners I, I of Brookfield. It. I was just in a shop there yesterday called Twigs that I just thought was like my new favorite. Yeah, and they're out of Madison. They're but this out of is, Madison. This is their well. first one here in Brookfield. Exactly. Yep. So this is their second location. Being able to shop that with Anthropology next door, Free People next door, Lululemon, Lululemon, you know, Kendra Scott, all those places right there together. They will do well because they're kind of succeeding in a new mall model. It is not the traditional 
traditional shopping center model. They have the cool square where they have events. It's all outside. There's all these different restaurants. All these different restaurants, but it differs from like a Bayshore, which has all national retailers. This is kind of a mix of these smaller boutique stores and then national brands. Instead of um, places like Gap and Banana Republic, you're seeing places like Twigs being there or Kendra Scott that has less stores. I think that's important. And then I also think that the stores that are in kind of the heart of the third ward will continue to do well. I live in the third ward. I walk down Broadway every day to grab my lunch at the Milwaukee Public Market. And there's always people kind of walking around by Leela, by Soho, by Stephanie Horn. Um, Warby Parker has been a big draw, that new Edie boutique that's just popped up. So whenever you have kind of this corridor of shopping that feels more like a, a Soho Area, yes, it right? does. That, yes. That's going to succeed better when you look because at, it's an experience. It's an experience. It is an experience. And when you go to yes. these smaller stores, like you were saying, compared to a Boston store where you're looking for someone to just help you find a different size or yeah. check you out. You get help a little bit faster. You get help. You do. I mean, and I think that's important. I think that people are looking for one of two things. They're looking for either the quick Amazon online answer. I can do it myself. I'm doing it online. Done. Or they're looking for a very personalized experience where you walk in and you're working with someone who's more like a stylist and helping pick things out for you. So I think those are the two areas that are really succeeding. And when you look at the local boutiques who have gone under recently, like Spruce, like Lucy, both of those were in kind of unique locations for boutiques. Spruce was in uh, Walker's Point, kind of set off on its own. Yeah. Beautiful building, difficult to park, not a lot around it besides restaurants. So, you know, that kind of had its own thing. And then Lucy being on Milwaukee Street, Milwaukee Street is kind of bustling with all of its restaurants. But you don't but have a lot a of pedestrian, but you don't have a lot of pedestrian traffic for people that are stopping to go right. shopping. Right. Yeah. People are mainly going to visit either like Scott Free Salon or Hotel Metro or a restaurant. It isn't a shopping destination. Well, and for people that are listening to this podcast, Jordan knows her stuff. You've been involved in the focus groups, like you said. So yeah. maybe take note if you're trying to avoid what happened to Boston store. Right. Jordan, I appreciate the insight. Right of when course. you came in today, I thought I need to talk to you about Boston store. Yeah. Uh, but it, for local people, it is it is heartbreaking. I, I feel like it it's is. always heartbreaking to see a business go out of business and for people to lose jobs. But it means there's change and you have to adapt to that change or this you is do. what happens. You do. And it, it was really sad. I, I had a, and it's been difficult for me. They were my biggest client and I'm sad to see them go on a variety of levels. But we actually had a really great moment with a few of the Bontown employees. We're a big sponsor of, of a show that I do called Hope Shining Blue, which is a fashion show that supports um, sexual abuse awareness at Aurora. And it was our last show together. It was all Boston Store. This was last week. It was all these survivors of sexual abuse wearing the Boston Store clothes. And at the end, we kind of had a moment where we were able to kind of say goodbye. And, yeah. you know, it was difficult but necessary. There were tears. and But, but what a beautiful send-off. It was a beautiful send-off. At that event. Yes. Well, let's get into the other reason why yeah. you are here. Let's talk about these new personalized styling yeah. workshops that you're going to do. And speaking of Kendra Scott at the Corners, yes. you have one of these coming up at... Kendra Scott, explain what these are and what you're going to be doing, because I can't wait to go to this. I know it's going to be so much fun. It's funny. I I was thinking, you know, what is it that Milwaukee is kind of missing in a fashion arena? Because we're covered in a lot of areas. But I feel like what people really want to know is 
what looks good on me, right? Like what is going to fit my shape? What colors look good on me? What are some of the things that I can do to kind of update the wardrobe that I already have? And I've been doing personal shopping for a long time and closet consultations as well, where I come in and kind of tell you what to lose, what to keep, that type of thing where you need to fill in. But I found that Women really like to be in a group setting when it comes to this type of thing. People, Women love to talk fashion, but they also love to have somebody there who's kind of an expert in the field and can give them good advice that actually is very um, relevant to the way that they live. I like that you said relevant to the way that yeah. they live because it's one thing to go online and look at someone who's a fashion blogger from Dallas right. and see what she's wearing in January, right. yet you live here and, sorry, I'm not wearing those shoes because right. it's not... Not Dallas. It's Wisconsin in January. Exactly. So that I think is a really great idea. You know, and I think that's that's so important. And then the, kind of the the other side of that is we also very much struggle when it comes to our closets. I know I even do. Where I have all this stuff, I don't really, you know, what do I want to keep? What do I want to, want to get rid of? But for, for me, I know how to put it together. But a lot of women don't even know how to put it together. You know, they tend to buy in single pieces. And then you get home and your closet doesn't feel like a collection. It feels like a hodgepodge of all these different things. I that you like that you said your closet should feel like a collection. It should. It should feel like a capsule collection, you know, where the colors work together. The fabrics and styles work together. I like to be able to pull out a piece and know that I have something to go with it. So part of this really speaks to that as well. And that's why I'm having these in boutiques instead of in a different arena. Although I I will also, you know, come into people's homes and do kind of girlfriends nights and things like that. But I think it's important to be in a boutique, have clothes or jewelry there, understand how to pull these things together. Not everybody's a stylist. You're correct. You're absolutely correct. But I feel like everybody wants to look and feel their best too. Right. So kind of walk me through this. So Kendra Scott, that's about jewelry. There's, yeah. it's, a, it's a beautiful yeah. jewelry place. Are it you going to have clothes there? Like, how is it going to work? Sure. So I'm going to be bringing in, this is June 3rd. We still have a few spots available. One of the reasons I love about doing this at Kendra Scott is we're doing something at the end called like a color jewelry party. You get to make your own love jewelry and it. keep the piece at the very end. But most of the, of the day really will be focused on more clothing than jewelry. We'll be talking about jewelry at the end. I'm going to ask everybody to bring in a couple pieces from their closet that they just cannot make work, but they love. Oh my gosh, this is so cool. How fun is this? So we're going to figure out how to make this work. And then I'm going to bring in some basics from some local boutiques, just kind of have them there, you know, denim and and blazers and different things, fun little dresses. And we're going to talk about how to mix and match these pieces and then how to take the pieces that you bring and maybe integrate them in with things that are in your closet. So I think that it's really going to be a fun experience for people and an opportunity to really think outside the box, you know, think about print mixing. Think about colors and how they work together. Think about finding denim that works for your body, which I know is such a struggle for women. So it's it's not something where you're going to sit there and see a PowerPoint presentation. That's not fun to me. Well, and I can this, tell you from hanging out with Jordan, yeah. it's always a fun time we, when we're with you. But you also have, have such a great way of explaining this for people 
to understand. You mm-hmm. are someone that's from Wisconsin. Right. You understand that people in Wisconsin, they're on a budget. Yes. They care about cost. But again, we still want to look our best, too. Right. So you are aware of all of this when you're working with people. I am. I am. And you know, I just turned 40. So I'm also not 22 years old. Where I everything can look great on you when you're 22. Everything can look great on you. I understand the challenges because I face them myself every single day. And I think that when you have somebody who understands those challenges, right away you're able to connect on more of a cellular level and just kind of understand each other a little bit better. But when you walk out, instead of walking out with like a little printout of here are five things to make your wardrobe better, you have had a two-hour experience, a couple mimosas, a chance to hang out with other women, chat with a fashion expert, get your questions answered. I'm going to have my boyfriend there who's a hairstylist, so he'll be able to give recommendations on hair and makeup. So it's really just a fun little brunch beauty event, and I'm so excited to be doing it at Kendra Scott. Well, and you two are the beauty power couple. I mean, you you and Parker really are. (laughs) But I appreciate how accessible you make yourself. Sure. That you are someone that loves fashion, but you want other people to love how they look and feel in clothes right. as well. You want to share your knowledge. Yeah. Sign me up for June 3rd because right. I, I am coming to this. And Yay. what a fun thing to do with girlfriends or your yes. sister. And we just did a podcast here on 50 Shades of K with my friend Robin Richards, who is all part of this taking care of yourself, that women need to do more of yeah. that, that we, we go to sex toy parties and we go to Tupperware parties right. and we go to all these different parties. This is that kind of a party. It is. Why not have a fashion party? Why not have a fashion party and really be able... I mean, people always say like, oh, I really wish I I had a friend who like understood fashion that could just like go shopping with me. Well, that's what these parties are all about. That's what Jordan is, everyone. That's that's really what it's all about. It's all about, I may be a fashion expert, but I'm just there to help you. I'm not there to look down my nose at you. I'm not there to try to, you know, sell you something. I'm not there for any other reason except my goal is when you leave that day, you feel better about yourself, you feel better about the way you look, and you feel more confident the next time you go shopping or the next time you open your closet. And you're genuine about that. I, I, I know you as a friend and you do yeah. believe that, that it really isn't that you have some under the table that you're you know making all no. of this money from all these other retailers or anything like that. You have a, a passion for this and it really shows. And people that have worked with you have enjoyed it. I mean, I think you're so knowledgeable on this and I like your approach because it's it's not pushy. It's not right. like you said, you don't look down on someone because, oh, they they brought a jacket from Target. No, right. you shop at Target, too. Exactly. And I am all about the mixing of the high and low. I mean, today I, I have on an H&M blazer that I bought for $30, which is adorable. Which and I, I love. can't wait to talk about this. Yes. when we talk about we'll spring take a fashion picture together and post it so everybody can see. But I mean, expensive does not mean taste. It absolutely doesn't. Expensive it's, does not mean taste. It's all about being able to walk into a place like H&M or Forever 21 or Target or even some of these amazing local boutiques and say, you know what? I love this piece because I love this piece. I don't care if it's $20 or $200. It looks good on me. It feels good. So I think that's really important. And Jordan has taught us here on the podcast that if you buy something that you don't wear in the first couple of days, with exceptions of special occasion dresses, things like that, Get rid of it. And yes. my takeaway from you is if I don't love it when I have it on in the fitting room and want to wear it that night or right. that next day, why am I going to spend the money? Even if it is on closet. sale, even if it yep. is $20, whatever. If you don't feel like a 10 in it, 
you're never going to wear it. Exactly. The only time that I say it's a good thing to shop the sales is when it's a very specific trendy item. Because if it's something you might only wear once or twice, but it's on sale and it's 10 or 20 bucks and you're like, you know what? I'll enjoy it that one or two times that I wear it and then I'm going to gift it to Goodwill. That's great. But I, I would never say, you know, go shopping and just look for things on sale and then load up. I would say buy those one or two pieces that you love Try to avoid looking at the price tag. If you love it that much, it's going to make you happy. How much you ever had that item that when you do love it, you do see the price and you're like, I don't care what this costs. Right. I want this and need this now. Right. Exactly. And and I mean, I mean, obviously there are exceptions. There are things that I want from Gucci and Dior and Prada that I. But you have to pay a mortgage. Yeah, right. You have to pay a mortgage at the same time. But you know, there are things like the the jeans I'm wearing today are Citizens of Humanity, which are one of my favorite brands in the world for jeans. They just fit amazing. And this is a almost. $300 pair of jeans, but I have not stopped wearing them from the second that I got them. And to feel good in to denim, feel good in denim is priceless. Yeah, exactly. In fact, my husband, we just went through an experience with him. He yeah. had the Nordstrom experience where I finally said, we are going there. You're trying on every single pair of jeans yes. and we are getting whatever jeans that you want. Right. He freaked out a little bit when he looked at the tags, yep. but he's in a job now where he's in a casual business setting that he yeah. can wear jeans and he's a manager. He yes. wants to look the part. And I said, you need to get nice jeans right he found a pair almost right away and he looked at me and said i feel like you've kept the secret for me this whole time <laughs> these jeans are like butter oh they're so God, soft I know. but he's six three so right? they needed to be tailored yes. which they did he picked them up the next day yep. now he's going back and buying four more colors see and, and he's gonna wear it. them for years and that's it i buy multiples when i love something i cannot tell you you should see my bra drawer Oh my, if I find right? a bra that I like, okay. I know. It's like done. It's so funny. I was in Von Mar at Corners of Brookfield and they had this little like gray cashmere hoodie that, and I travel a lot and I'm always cold and I put it on and it, I was lucky it happened to be on sale. I fell in love with it. I didn't even know it was on sale. Ended up being like $45, $50, something like that. And I wore it so much the first week that I went back I bought it in black, I bought another one in gray, and I bought it in like a cream color. And I have like worn that out of rotation because it's that piece. It's yeah. that piece that you always want to wear. I completely get it. Okay, yeah. let's quickly talk spring yeah. fashion. So yes. your blazer right now, navy blue with floral, floral. on it. I follow yeah. your blog and yeah. you are talking about polka dots. You're talking about white. You're talking yes. about floral. What yeah. are the pieces? What, what are we talking you, like, here? We This spring is all about having fun with prints. That is 100%. And I, you know me, I am not a print person. I am usually in black or white or gray. And that's like as far as I go. But there are so many fabulous prints this spring. And I'm digging polka dots. That is one of my favorite trends. I love that this kind of vintage trend has come back in a very modern way. Um, so I think polka dots are a must. I love the idea of updating your blazer, whether it be from black to white to floral like I'm wearing to a blush pink. All of these colors are so fun. Let me ask you something yeah. about blazers. I love blazers on people. And yeah. back in the day when I worked at Victoria's Secret, we had to wear a blazer every day. Yeah. I find that it's hard for me to wear blazers because I don't like where they fall on my hip or my 
waist. Right. Someone like me, my body type, yeah. I think you would maybe say hourglass. Yeah. What is the deal? Why can I not find a blazer that's hitting in the right spots? Does that make yeah. sense? It absolutely does. So you need to be paying attention to the length of the blazers that you're picking up. So often, especially in more kind of mass retailer stores, blazers tend to be a little bit on the shorter side. That's exactly it. And I have a small waist, but I have these hips. Yes. And I we have the same body type. So I totally get it. So all of my blazers, I will not buy a blazer unless it goes well past my hips. And then the darting should be right at the smallest part of your waist. Like your husband with the jeans, it is trial and error. You have to go in. You have to try to find a lot of different blazers, see what works for you. I mean, the one I'm wearing today from H&M, this was a fluke. I've never had an H&M blazer fit me so well before. Yeah, it looks great. You know, it's one of those things where you just kind of have to go in and check it out. I used to find, um, you know, a perfect example of this. Boston Store always had a huge selection of blazers from Calvin Klein, but not very often did they fit me. One year they came out with a long line blazer that I was absolutely in love with. And then they stopped doing it right after that. But the longer you go, the less boxy a blazer will be and the more kind of shape enhancing that it becomes. So it's really important to think about what your body type is. If you do have a small waist, you want to make sure that the darting is right at the smallest part of your waist. If you're more petite, You absolutely want to go for those shorter blazers. You know what I mean? Because otherwise you would be, the blazer would be wearing you. Yeah, that makes a lot of sense. tailored style, not boxy, but something that's actually fitting you right at your hips. And if you're tall, oh, tall women, how I wish I was one. If you're tall, you can pretty much do anything. That's how I feel about my sisters. I have three sisters and two of them are very tall. And I see some of the things that they wear. It always looks great. Right. I mean, long right. legs. It just it looks yes. it looks so great. It's true, but most of us are somewhere between five three and five seven. Mm-hmm. Like that's kind of the most popular height. And we really run the risk of clothes wearing us. And we have to make sure that that doesn't happen. Wearing heels always helps. Of course, doing a skinnier bottom, if you're doing something a little bit uh, voluminous top, is always great. But we have to make sure when we're looking in the mirror. Are we wearing this or is this wearing us? And you know the difference when you see it. You'll know the difference. You know the difference when you see it. Bring accessories. Yes. Oh, my God. So I am all about necklace layering right now, which obviously we've been seeing this for a couple seasons, but it's not going away. But how to make it the most modern is to vary the, the chain sizes. So go with some chunky chains, some thinner chains. And also vary the metals. So mix and match your silver and gold and rose gold. Kind of do it all together to create these fun statements. So I advise kind of staying away from the statement necklaces this season or statement kind of big cuff bracelets. And instead build your own personal style with jewelry. And shoes? Shoes. Oh, my God. I love my shoes. Mules. Huge, such a comeback. We're also seeing a lot of kitten heel slingbacks. Oh, okay. Um, You definitely want to look for a pointier toe there and more of a a true kitten heel. Once you start getting a boxier heel, it starts to feel a little too vintage, a little too dated. Um, But definitely look for those very pointy toes and true kitten heels. We're seeing a lot of patterns on shoes, like florals, which is super fun. Mm -hmm. 
I'm always for festivals. I love a fun little spring boot. The little suede boots for festivals are always awesome. And they're comfortable. They're comfortable. And they look good. You know, and honestly, like, I just, you know, festivals are dirty. I don't want to walk home with black feet. (laughs) I would rather have, like, They really are. are. I would rather come home with a little boot and just, you know, wipe it off with a towel and and be done with it instead of the black feet syndrome. Yeah, yeah. So, Jordan, this has been fantastic. Always a pleasure to have you on 50 Shades of K. Your website? Yes, jordandeschambraystyle.com. You need to follow. Follow Jordan on Instagram. If you don't already, you'll get so many great ideas. And you're witty. You're smart. You're a good writer. I mean, you put these captions down. I think, damn, she's so good. You flatter me. How does she come up with this? (laughs) And I'm going to see you June 3rd. Yes. yes. I can't wait. We still have some spots available. So go to jordandeshambraystyle.com if you want to sign up. Yes. Get signed up. Get your girlfriends. Make it a day or hang out with me because I'm going to be there. Thank you, Jordan. Thanks. This has been the 50 Shades of K podcast with host Elizabeth K. If you enjoyed this episode, share it with a friend. Make sure to subscribe on iTunes and leave a review. Thanks for listening. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law.